From hook and bullet to policy and science, we're here to discuss and dissect all matters of importance to Montana's rugged landscape and the people and wildlife that call it home. This is Montana Untamed. Last April, Scott Snelson was quietly transferred from his post at the Spotted Bear District to a desk job at the Flathead National Forest headquarters at the behest of then Forest Supervisor Kurt Steele. Snelson finished his career as a staff officer of Recreation, Engineering, Heritage, and Land. He retired a few weeks ago. Snelson had a long career with the Forest Service before being named District Ranger in 2017. He expected to spend his final years of his career managing one of the most coveted ranger districts in the U.S. The Spotted Bear is more than 1 million acres, with 850,000 of those acres part of the 1.6 million acre Bob Marshall Wilderness Complex. But instead of being a dream job, it became increasingly difficult under Steele's leadership, Snelson told the Hungry Horse News in an interview last week. That's an excerpt from a piece written by Chris Peterson, editor of the Hungry Horse News, and he's with me today to discuss his reporting. Um, Chris, to start, welcome to the show. Um, Can you first introduce listeners to uh, Scott Snelson, uh, who he is and what his background was? Sure. Uh, Scott came to the the Spotted Bear in um, 2017, um, late 2017. And, um, you know, he had worked in the Bob early in his career as well. So, so he wasn't, so he wasn't, um, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't new to the place necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he'd been deputy director of the Beaverhead Deer Lodge. Uh, um, I'm sorry, deputy supervisor of the Beaverhead Deer Lodge National Forest. So he'd spent like 16 years in Montana and, in, in, in our discussion, you know, he, he explained that, you know, this was supposed to be his sort of his, you know, this was going to be the dream job that led to his retirement. And it, it didn't work out that way. Right, right. And before we get going on this, you know, you've spent a lot of time in this wilderness uh, that Snelson oversaw. Can you paint a picture of this place um, from your experiences for listeners who, you know, maybe aren't familiar with that part of the world? Sure. Uh, well, the Spotted Bear Ranger District, you know, is, is 850,000 acres of the Bob Marshall. And, and some would maybe argue it's some of the best part of the Bob because it encompasses the entire South Fork of the Flathead or most of the South Fork of the Flathead River, not the entire, not in, in its entirety. And, and, the, and the South Fork has the last intact bull trout fishery in the lower 48. Okay. And so that's, that's in the West Slope cutthroat trout fishing is some of the best in the country. It's, it's pure West Slope cutthroat, cutthroat trout. And, and then in the high country, so you can walk, you can walk for, you know, two, three, four days in this region without seeing anybody if you pick your route right. So, um, you know, we, we spent three or four days just last summer in there. Right, right. So, I mean, it's like you described it. It would be, it would be, you know, a great, a great chunk of ground to oversee if you were, you know, a federal employee like Snelson. Um, and as your reporting indicates, he was at loggerheads um, with the current, with with the previous forest supervisor down there, Kurt Steele. 
Can you give us some examples of of where they maybe disagreed on management? Um, yeah, well, the bull the bull trout fishery being one of them. Uh, Snelson alleged that that leadership, and he doesn't just blame Steele. Um, he said it went all the way to the region. So, but he said that there was a there was definitely he alleged that there was definitely a push to increase more recreational use on the river, which meant, which would have meant more fishing pressure, um, more, more, uh, maybe permitted uses for outfitting and guiding and that kind of thing. Uh, and, and then, um, in addition, he claimed that there was an outfitter that was breaking some of the rules of the contract that he had with the forest service to, to actually outfit in the wilderness. Um, Snelson actually said he, <clears throat> and I, I don't know if this is the directly correct term, but in essence, he he canceled the outfitter's contract. Steele came in, Snelson claimed, and reinstated the outfitter. And you mentioned the bull trout plan up there. Um, Snelson was previously, uh, or, or had had uh, education in fish biology, is that right? Yeah, he had he had degrees and he had uh, a bachelor's and a master's degree in, in, in um, not necessarily fisheries biologist per se, but in that in the field. So and, he, and he's and he's told me I I have a background in fisheries. So during the conversation, which I you know I didn't I didn't, I couldn't recall in the interview whether or not you know his his entire resume so to speak. Right. Right. But yeah, um, he was a, he was. A, he was basically a scientist. What was what was that issue with the bull trout fishery management? Well, in the South Fork, you can legally fish for bull trout in the river. Um, with it, with what Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks actually does the regulations on that, and you have to catch and release them, and you have to have a catch card, and it's a very limited season. But what Snelson, as he conveyed to me, was concerned about was that if you allow more and more use of the river, so the Comprehensive River Management Plan was coming up, and 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 in that there would probably be some sidebars on just how many people could use the South Fork, because, like in a lot of places in Montana, you know we're seeing more and more tourism, traffic, recreational use. Etc. And so, um, if you allow more and more use, eventually someone's going to catch one of those bull trout. And his and he and as he explained it to me, he wanted it to and and, and his staff. He claimed that they wanted a more conservative approach to the to river usage. And he he alleged that Steele uh, was opposed to some of that idea. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what happened to Snelson, um, in the lead up to his ousting and his leaving the, the forest service? Well, I, 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 I don't really know all the details on that. You know, he, he didn't, he didn't talk as much about that. Um, I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I think what, what it, what it seemed odd to me with this story in particular, is that I've been with the newspaper for 25 years. And 
typically when someone in that kind of a position leaves, there's an announcement made. You know, this person is retiring. And and Snelson was, he was what, eight, eight months removed from retirement when he was removed in April? I mean, because he retires, he retired just a few weeks ago. So it just, that's what really um, seemed odd to me in this story is that, you know, when, when his predecessor, for example, left, I mean, that was, that was a big deal um, locally. Right, right. And he yeah. got, he ended up at a desk job at yeah. the Flathead National Forest, right? Yeah, he ends up at a job and I, and I, I'm not going to say what the job title was because it's one of the, it's a, it's a rather long governmental title, but basically he's, he spends the rest of his final months in, in, at headquarters in Kalispell. Hmm. And ironically, so, still leaves in June. Right. And, and so this is, so far, this is, we've heard from Snelson's side of the story um, in your reporting. Right. Have you heard from Kurt Steele or from the Forest Service as you did, as you reported on this? Well, the Forest Service did respond through their uh, spokesperson, um, on, on some of the, the accounts, but as far as, uh, hearing from, I haven't heard anything from Steele. I did try to contact him, uh, by phone and just, he just never returned calls. So. And what did the forest service say in response to your reporting? Well, the forest service says they take any kind of, um, violation of, of the rules in the, in the, in the case of the outfitter that they take the rules, the violation seriously, if they hear about them. But they didn't really speak to, you know, why he was, uh, why why the outfitter was given his his, his uh, uh, license back, and and as far as the comprehensive river management plan, which speaks to this river usage, they say, you know, it's still a, you know, we're still working on it, and that is something that we have heard for several years because they are writing a comprehensive river management plan, not just for the South Fork, but for all the forks of the Flathead River, which is 219 miles of river um, that are part of the wild and scenic river system. So <clears throat> so the South Fork is not just in the wilderness, it's also part of the wild and scenic river system. And, and they just say, hey, we're still working on the plan and didn't say much else. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so Kurt Steele is no longer the forest supervisor up there. Listeners of this show may recognize that name. We've done reporting on the Han Lake Lodge, um, situation. Uh, can you tell me what happened with Kurt Steele and where he is now? Uh, yeah, he, he, um, he took a, a job in the region. Um, and, um, once again, I don't, I don't off the top of my head know the exact title, but it, it's something in ecosystems management. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and so, it, in the meantime, since Nelson has left um, the district supervisor position, they have hired a replacement up there, correct? Yeah, um, they've hired a replacement, and they've hired a new uh, spotted bear district ranger, Adam. Uh, I want to say it's Adam Liddell. Hmm. Um. So do we have any idea what's next for Snelson? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that was one of my last uh, questions. He, he um, plans on 
uh, staying active. Uh, he still lives in Montana, <coughs> at least part of the time. Um, and uh, he still still plans on, uh, like you said at the very end of the story, he still plans on staying engaged. So right. And does he? Go ahead. Oh no! I would, so you know, I I would think he would be in putting into this comprehensive river management plan if we if we get a draft, which they say you know could come out in a few months. But to be perfectly honest with you, Tom, I've heard that several times over the past few years. So I guess I kind mm. of believe it when I see it. Right. And does Snelson plan on filing any sort of complaint against his previous employer or is he just letting it, letting it go? Well, he said, he said he was going to con- have contact with the uh, ethics office in the forest service. So. Hmm. Well, I guess, um, Chris, thanks for, thanks for coming on and giving us the download. I, I like to give everybody an opportunity to share any final thoughts behind, um, your reporting or, or anything that didn't fit into the story or, or anything about the spotted bear for that matter. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's just a fantastic place. And um, I don't know. I just, I just see this story as more unfortunate than anything. Uh, it just, it just, it's just how things have kind of been um, in the past, you know, three or four years at the forest service. So um in my experience, you know, I would say that almost everyone that I've worked with over the years has been great to work with. And it's just been these past few years under steel that have been, that have been challenging, not just as a, as a reporter, but as a, as a forest user, you know? Um, so that, that, I guess that's, that would be my, that's my own, that's my own personal opinion, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, thanks. Thanks, Chris, for coming on um, and um, sharing your reporting. Uh, for listeners, uh, make sure you hop over to um, Hungry Horse News and check out this story from Chris and check out um, the rest of the work they're doing uh, reporting uh, up there in Northwest Montana. Thanks for having me, Tom. Montana Untamed is a podcast from the newsrooms of Lee Enterprises' Montana Newspapers. Visit any of our websites or subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.